Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. That is our number. Good morning. I am Ron Wilson, your personal yard boy, talking about yarding. A little frost on the pumpkin this morning. Let's kick it off with the frost cup on of the joke. pumpkin. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I said. Frost on the pumpkin. Got to hit dump on that, Daniel. He's Ron's using profanity again. Frost on the pumpkin. Let's kick it off with a cup of Joe, Mr. Joe Strecker, our executive producer. Find out what's going on in the frost in his lawn and his landscape. Our website, RonWilsonOnline.com, Facebook page in the garden with Ron Wilson and frost on the pumpkin. I'm perturbed, man. I'm perturbed. Why are you perturbed? Frost, man. What? Just a light frost. frost. No big deal. Frost and freeze. You and cold weather. Mm. They no, just I, don't go together, like do it. they? Nope. It's like like ice cream and sour cream. Arizona. Mm. Yep. I'm, I'm coming. Arizona. I'm coming. I'll be there soon. Got 20-something years. 20 years? Yeah, that's when I retire. Ish, maybe, whatever. Twenty years. Anyway, so yes, it's uh, we had in our area we had a, uh, a frost advisory, frost. Uh, freeze 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 possible tomorrow. Yeah, I don't like it. It's don't like it's it. It's the time of the year. Don't like to happen. It. I'm on I the record. I can't wait to see a few flakes coming down because you know you'll get a text from me. Oh, I know you will. Uh, you know you will. And then I got to block you. And then I got to unblock you because Joe, are I'm you just. A- are you enjoying today with the snowflakes yeah. coming I gotta, down? I, then I got to see when you do that. Then I got to block you for a day, and then I got to unblock you because I don't want to see that Sorry. stuff. Sorry, <laughs> I don't want to see that stuff. Hey, did you pet, did you pet your uh, puppy when you got home from work yesterday? I pet my puppy every day when I get home from work. How about you? All uh, three of them. All three of them. 
there was a story that talks about uh, how uh, dog owners are, are more happy when they get to pet their dogs when they get home, which is like, well, no, duh. Well, yeah, but look at you. Look how Triple much the you fun. have changed. Triple the fun. Since you now have three dogs, you're three times happier, three times more polite, three times more gentler. I wouldn't than go you that already far. were. I would not go that far. <laughs> Thanks, definitely not. And then when you added that miniature dachshund on top of all the other two dogs, you just became a new man. Three times more ornery. <laughs> oh me. Yeah, I, I love I love my dogs and they keep me they keep me uh definitely hopping. Who does poop patrol? Can I say that? In your in your backyard. You just did. The kids. The kids? Yep. <laughs> Best part about having kids. Okay. They do all the stuff you don't want to do. Okay. Yeah. Forget this whole legacy thing. They're gonna pick up the poop. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna mow the lawn. They're gonna help out doing the laundry. Yeah. I mean, once you get to that well, age. You're supposed to do that just to learn. I mean, yeah. I did that when I when they get to that too. age, it's just like, huh, guess didn't what? You? It's your job now. Didn't we didn't you? have any pets when I was little. Yeah, but didn't you do the help do the laundry and stuff? I wasn't allowed to touch the laundry, actually. Really? Yeah. Your your mom My said mom no was, way, huh? No, no, I wasn't allowed to touch it. Then again, you know, you purposely put bleach in the in there, then, then they make you. You did? <laughs> Oops. I may have Made accidentally put some bleach in there. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, I want to help. And you know what's funny is? What? I believe that. <laughs> Can you the confirmer deny that accusation? And I still remember you seeing a T-shirt statue, you had. The I survived statue, the wooden spoon. The statue of limitations is up on that anyway. Mm. All that clothes is uh, long gone. You like throwing those things out every now and then when your parents are sitting there going, "Yeah, remember that time?" Uh, well, well, here's what really happened. Oh, I do that all the time. Do you? I do. I. I they probably I don't them, even say anything, right? They just kind of go, Ugh. "Mom, mom doesn't really," but Dad just gives me that look like you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, and I'm like, no. That's, this is what actually see. I told you I was going to to uh, Greg's house. Yep. This is what I really did. This is what really happened. Yep. <laughs> and then I say, well, statue limitations. And can't you just ground you, me. And you know what? That'll come back to bite you too, because that's going to happen to you in about ten years mm. when it start getting a little more comfortable. You know, with your mom and dad telling some stories. Next thing you know, your two daughters are going to be telling you some stuff. No, they can call me in Arizona. They're still going to tell you, though. Let's see. What's the area code for Phoenix? Remember when <laughs> you thought we were? Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So, is it time to stop mowing yet? Heck no. Is it time to as cut? As long as it's growing, you keep mowing. Is it time to cut down my banana trees yet? Heck no. Let Mother Nature take care is of that for you. Is it time to prune? Mm, you could do a little bit if you had to. Is it time to uh, get rid of your mums? No. They're still flowering. Keep them watered. It's Good. dry out there. It is Your dry. plants are thirsty. It is dry. They're ready to join them for a drink. They're ready to go. They're ready to. We're not seeing any rainfall in our area till next Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, it's been really bad. I was hoping. It's, I, it's I, dry. I mean, as much as the hurricane was, how nasty it was. I was hoping we were going to get catch some the edge of that thing. Get a little rainfall here. Yeah, we didn't get anything. No. So it's I, bad. I, that would have helped. So that means you got to if you got drag those hoses out. It means you have to if you got to you got to tear down the hoses. You got to shut off the sprinkler system, and right. Do what? What? What are you talking about? I guess that's a no then. We're we're just getting started into the fall season. Exactly. No, you keep the that's hose is the last thing you put away. Because the fall is fall is the best time to plant. If you have an irrigation system, and I understand a lot of irrigation companies want to get these things shut off. I get it. I understand. You got you can only do so many a day. But if yours gets shut off and we go through a drought or whatever, you gotta pull out the hoses and the sprinklers Mm -hmm. and you've got to supplement. You gotta do it. 
exactly. lawn, trees, shrubs, evergreens. You got to keep the moisture to them. Don't let them go through the fall and into the wintertime under drought. You've heard me say that for 20 years. 20 years. I was totally setting you up for that tip. I know you were. I know that. I took that softball and. See, I broke, the, I broke down the fourth wall. I was totally setting right you up there. for that. Set it over the wall. Totally setting up for it. But yeah, it definitely don't get rid of the hose. Don't nope. stop mowing. Now, you could take it loose from the spigot in case it does freeze outside. Yeah. And yeah, it's not screw it back bad. on, but usually that doesn't happen yet. Oh, come on. You never know. I have it's, left mine on. Yeah, but at, that's in January when it's 20 below. And not it was in December. Not in, in October when it's, you know, it's in the 30s. I'm just, I'm just saying don't forget to take that off. Of if, you're, if your plumbing is freezing at 30 degrees in October, then you have other you issues problems. Yeah. other than <laughs> whether or not your water. Yeah, true. So... Anyway. True. So, no, anyway. we're still gardening, still yes, doing stuff. Exactly. You aren't, but everybody else is. No, I stopped in, like, I know. You threw in the trowel a long time ago. Yeah, I stopped mid-June. Yep. Exactly. Um, Are we guessed... painting pumpkins this year? Um, I'm not sure what we're doing this year. Hmm. Uh, we haven't really discussed it. But you haven't carved we will for probably, a while, We will probably paint pumpkins. Okay. We won't carve them. We'll paint them, I think. Yeah. Okay. Because so. you guys haven't carved for a long time. No. No, and they last messy. longer when you pet. It's too them. messy. But I still, yeah, I, but... I still get on the kids there when they grab that pumpkin by the stem. Do you? Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah, I learned that from you a long time ago. Don't pick them up by the stem. Don't pick them up by the stem. Smack their hand. And then as I'm at the outlet moving <laughs> stuff around, pumpkins around, and I get having to grab one by the stem, mm-hmm. somebody will get me and say, "I thought we weren't supposed to touch the stem." Yeah. Come on, Mister Wilson. Okay. Practice sorry. what you preach there. I'm sorry. Anyway, any guests today? Guess. Uh, let's see. Does Rita count? Always. Does Ron Rothes count? Sure. Okay. So Rita, Ron Rothhouse, and uh, Joe Boggs? Joey is he, Boggs. Or is he retired? Gary Sullivan. Wow. You. Wow. Durango Kid in between. And that means that's going to be uh, calls calls for the uh, for the rest of the show then. And then, yeah, calls between all the uh, guests. So, yes. So what's Ron Rothhouse going to talk about? We're going to do a, we're actually going to do a three to four part series starting tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Are we on Sunday Starting now? tomorrow? Uh, starting this morning. It'll be a three part series, it. maybe four, <laughs> about uh, trees. You know, we usually have the tree geeks come down and yeah. do all that. And it's so hard to do that, to get everybody down here. So we're going to just do a, a, a segment every week talking about trees and the benefits and Mm-hmm. Good trees, bad trees, how to plant trees, how to pick trees. So Ron's going to oversee that. So we're going to do that uh, once a week. So that's kind of seg- three to four. So weeks. that segues into our website, which is RonWilsonOnline.com. And the plan of the week is plant a tree. Plant a tree, specifically a maple tree. A maple tree. Yep. What kind of a maple tree? We have autumn fantasy. Ooh, ooh! I got an autumn. Autumn fantasies looks beautiful. Autumn fantasy, autumn blaze. Autumn blaze. Autumn blaze is good. And Sienna Glen. So if you're going to plant a tree, get some good fall color with a, can't with, be, a with a maple tree. Can't beat those hybrid maples. Mm-hmm. Good selection. There's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of them. They're called Freeman Eyes, by the way. Every last mm. Every last mm. uh, Rito's recipe of the week this week is, uh, I didn't know that that uh, uh, Rita was a farrier. She's making leather. Farrier. <laughs> <laughs> Apple leather? Apple leather. Now, I know Daniel can eat that. So he's he's already inhaled a cup and a couple of the of the uh, leather roll ups. Yeah, um, apple pie spice fruit leather roll ups. Mm. So I bet those were good. I bet they were. 
But there we go. He says they were. They were. Thumbs, I got a double thumbs up and a chew. I bet he has more hidden back there somewhere. I'm sure he does. Which we will not find. Yeah. Whatever. Nor will we taste. Nope. Nope. So but if you want to make your own. If you want to make your own. There's the recipe. recipe is right there. Now, the Joe Strecker plan of the week. I've been kind of getting. Can't wait. I've been kind of getting creative. You've gone rogue on me. Gone rogue a couple times. Uh, this week, it's more of an informational informational okay. plan of the week. Okay. And I got the information from yeah. our friends at Zamfell. Oh. Are you talking about poison itchy ivy. stuff? So the plant of the week, the Joe Strecker plant of the week is poison ivy during the fall season. Wow. What do you need to know about poison ivy in the fall? It doesn't go away. It's, it's still, still there. there. It's got a vengeance, especially if you're like, you know, if, if you accidentally kick the soccer ball into the woods. Yeah. <laughs> you're reaching down to pick that up. Or kick the football or, or the basketball or whatever. Sure. So you got to keep that up, man. Well, that's very good. That's not a roguish thing. That's that's good. Poison that's a nice tip. Nice plan of the week. You know, Bring gotta, it to the attention. It's. It, I mean, the leaves are beautiful. Great fall color. Yeah. Great spring flower. Great berries. Look at it from afar. Looks nice, but look at it from afar. Yep. Because uh, it's it's nasty. Just remember that used to be on it. They used to sell the seeds for that when they f- first sent a uh, horticulturalist, botanist, whatever, to the United States to figure out what all the native plants were. That was on their original seed list. So you get this really cool vine that grew like crazy, had a nice white flower and a nice berry and beautiful fall color. The only drawback to this vine is it creates a rash on your skin. Hmm. But it was poison ivy. Yeah. And they actually sold the seeds to grow in your garden as an ornamental vine. Okie dokie. Well, someone's <laughs> kicking themselves for that. I wonder if that's included in the almanac. Wow. But yeah, it was one of the first plants on the first uh, mail yeah, order. Right after the dandelion. Catalog, so. <laughs> right after the dandelion. Right after too, the right? dandelions. So. Well, I am ready to go. That's it? I'm going to go and, and go home and squirt the frost off the pumpkin. Okay. And uh, you You'll know, probably be gone by the time you get home. It might be. Well, it depends on how fast I drive. Yeah. How many burritos you have to get on the way home. That's true as well. Joe Strecker, our executive producer. If you like what you see on our website at ronwilsononline.com or the Facebook page in the Garden with Ron Wilson, Joe had everything to do with it. Something on there you're questioning, not sure about, not just don't fault. like. Not my fault. It's not his fault. Let's blame. Yeah, of course. It's Dr. Z. Dr. Z? Where is he? In Iceland. He was in Iceland. <laughs> One of those, I thought he was kidding me. He's, well, he's not in Washington, D.C. He, he's in Iceland. He was in Iceland. But, 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 but the steaming ponds. But Reykjavik doesn't kind of match the match the, uh, the, the the rhyme that we do. No, it doesn't. So so where would he be? In Washington, D.C. What's his garden? In Garden 83. And what's he right on? It's Vespa. Who's on the back of that Vespa? His dog, Bowser. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Here in the garden with Ron Wilson, Joe Strecker, and the Durango Kid. Got gardening questions? Ron has the answers at 1-800-823-TALK. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. Hey, Gary Selvin here for Roto-Rooter Plumbing and Water Cleanup, where first-year service technicians without prior experience earn great pay with excellent benefits. Roto-Rooter will train you on the job, and as you gain skills, you'll make even more money. 
Now, these are good family-supporting jobs that don't require a college degree or the student loan debt that comes with it. Learn more about high-paying, life-changing jobs in the plumbing trade at rotorooter.com careers. Don't we all hate the smell of a damp, musty basement? When it rains, it leaks, and then you have to get rid of that smell of a wet, damp basement. Hey, Gary Sullivan here for Odor Exit. I received an email from a listener asking how to make his basement breathable again. I always recommended AQM to get rid of mold, mildew, and other weird odors in basements, RVs, and campers, and moms for your personal items. To get rid of any of your unwanted odors, visit OdorExit.com. Get 15% off your entire order, OdorExit.com. Jaws, the Just Add Water System, has my favorite refillable household cleaners and the best glass cleaner I've ever used. Jaws has a cleaner specifically designed for every room of your home. The Jaws Ultimate Cleaning Kit includes six of their high-performance cleaners for every hard surface in your home, including my favorite glass cleaner. Each kit comes with two refill pods of each cleaner, along with color-coordinated microfiber tiles for only $49.99 in free shipping. Get Jaws Cleaners at Jaws. Cleans.com. Hey, I love my Easy Breathe ventilation system. Now hear from one of my listeners. Gary, we heard you talk about Easy Breathe and decided to try it because our basement was musty smelling and we had gone through six dehumidifiers in our basement in eight years. The very next day after installing Easy Breathe, we noticed a huge improvement in the smell and the air throughout our house felt fresher. My allergy issues even improved within two weeks. I wish we'd installed Easy Breathe years ago. Easy Breathe, 866-822-7328. That's 866-822-7328. EasyBreathe.com. Welcome back here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Again, that toll-free number, 800-823-8255. Talking about yarding. Got, it's, our, I think, our first frost uh, in our area, we think. Dan thinks he saw some on the back of his car. Uh, Joe hasn't been out there yet, so he'll find, we'll find out when he gets out and drives home. Uh, I really did. But it was very wimpy, if you want to say that. Well, yeah, I didn't. I looked at our grass, and, of course, at uh, you know at quarter four or whatever, it's hard to tell. Uh, it looked like a little bit of dew on there, but it didn't look like frost. So can't really tell, but it's. I think it, my, my phone says 36. So we're running right about there. So it, it, we're going to probably have some in the outlying areas. But I had a lot of folks yesterday asking, you know, is that is this early for us, uh, you know, the, as far as uh, timing-wise for frost? And not really. As a matter of fact, for our area, for chances of frost, both late frost in the fall and early frost in the spring, ranges about October the 9th through about the end of April. Now, after the end of April, that that's when your chances really start to go down after that. And, of course, our frost-free date in our area, in all areas, have, have changed and really backed up in the springtime. They're not as long as way out there. We used to be like in the 15th of May, and now it's the end of April. But that fro- chance of a, you know, good chance of a frost, 50% or, uh, or more, starts at, October the 9th, so we're right there, 
and uh, and like I say, in our in our area ends about the end of April. So uh, we're right on. And again, you know, the thing about the frost, it doesn't help fall colors. And I know folks used to say, boy, you know, we get the first couple frosts, the colors will really start to, to come on. It just happens to coincide with timing-wise as the fall colors start to come on because frost and freezes actually will cause the leaves to drop quicker. So, you know, it doesn't help at all. Fall colors, and I have I have tried a couple times to predict fall colors based on everything, all the factors out there. I've never been right, so I don't try to predict it. But the big, the biggest factor involved with fall color is the is the daytime, nighttime, the shorter days, longer nights, and sunny, warm days, and cooler, longer nights. And you put the two of those together, and that's when you start to see the fall colors really start to accelerate. And you have to think back to your old um, chemistry days or biology days where we all learned about uh, photosynthesis and chlorophyll and the pigments that were in the leaves, the sugars. What happens is during the season, the chlorophylls that's green uh, masks over those other pigments. There's so much chlorophyll being produced. But as the days get shorter, photosynthesis slows down. The leaf actually starts to seal off from the actual branch that it's attached to. So as the, as the chlorophyll is not being produced as much, sugars still are. They start to build up in the leaf. They aren't released uh, during the day or during the cold nights. They stay in the leaf, basically, and start to show those colors. Now, obviously, the individual tree is also a major factor. Some trees only get a bronze color. Some get yellow. Some get just red. Some get all the colors above. So the tree is a factor as well. But the major factor is... Shorter days, longer nights, sunny, warm days, cooler nights. And boy, and it's really starting to come on in our area big time right now. Next couple weeks are going to be spectacular. Um, we'll see what happens. All right, quick break. We come back. 800-823-8255. We'll talk more yardening here in the Garden with Ron Wilson. How is your garden growing? Call Ron now at 1-800-823-TALK. You're listening to In the Garden with Ron Wilson. Hi, Ron Wilson here for Onkers, a natural pain reliever handmade in the USA since 1982. Aids the body's natural healing process, eases pain from a variety of aches, sore muscles and joints, arthritis, cold, sinus, allergies, flu, headaches, and so much more. I've been using Onkers for years to help relieve my aches and pains, especially my sore feet. To order or find a retailer near you, visit Onkers.com. That's U-N-K-E-R-S.com. Get yourself Onkered. It's no secret that leaves in your gutter will cause clogs and expensive water damage, so keep your gutters flowing and reduce cleaning with the easiest leaf guard I've used and trusted for years, it's Gutter Brush. Just slide three-foot sections into your gutters and leave them there for effective, affordable protection you can install yourself. No tools, cutting, or fasteners needed. Request a free sample and order at GutterBrush.com or call 888-397-9433. Made in the USA and guaranteed GutterBrush.com.
Talking about gardening, 800-823-8255. Don't forget our website, ronwilsononline.com. You know what's interesting? Uh, Joe had picked uh, kind of uh, he, he picked poison ivy and uh, for his plant pick of the week, it's been a real rogue going after these oddball plants. But I thought it was kind of interesting that he picked that because uh, it, that all kind of stemmed out of uh, a newsletter that I get. And you hear us talking on, on our show. And we have Dan Bowman on from Zanfell. Zanfell, one of the only products, it is the only product I know of on the market, that actually will take off the, uh, po- the toxic oils from your skin after you break out in a rash. It's called Zanfell. And their website is zanfell.com, Z-A-N-F-E-L.com. They put out a newsletter once a week or once a month about poison ivy, poison oak, and poison sumac. And it's very interesting, and I, it's it's interesting to learn. But their point was with this one is the fact that, you know, during the fall, you still need to remember that poison ivy, all of those are out there, but especially poison ivy, that, you know, it has beautiful fall color, absolutely gorgeous. And you can tell it. It stands out like a sore thumb. It's, it's really cool. But the fact that, you know, those leaves are still highly toxic, as they fall to the ground and you're raking up leaves, um, if you have poison ivy growing in on vines on your trees or growing in the ground or whatever it may be as a ground cover, wherever, because it'll grow anywhere and everywhere and disguise itself so you don't recognize it. Um, I saw some the other day sticking out of a, of a hedge uh, that had been sheared, and this thing kind of just stuck out like a little arm. And I think the terminal leaf, there's leaves of three, that the biggest leaf had to be 15 inches long. I mean, it's huge, and it was a real dark red, really good color, and that's why it stood out so much. But, again, unless you knew that, you'd walk right by and rub up against it, and, you know, not even – then you have no idea where you got the poison ivy. But, anyway, um, it tells you about the great fall colors. It tells you about the great flowers in the springtime, the migratory birds coming through. It's a real good source of food for them as far as the berries. Um, and, you know, that stuff doesn't bother them. And the point that I made to Joe was what's interesting is this is a native vine – uh, for our area, and back when uh, you know we were first discovering America, uh, and they were sending over uh, horticulturists or botanists to kind of get an idea what the you know the native plants were, and they put together a list of all of these native plants that you could actually they collected the seeds, and you could buy the seeds like mail order. It was really weird, and they were they'd take them back to Europe, and then they would identify them over there, and then come back. Poison ivy was one of the plants on that list. And as I told Joe, I thought it was really cool. They, they listed it as this beautiful vine. They put all the attributes that it has, which is outstanding. Uh, but the drawback was is that it can create quite a rash uh, on your arms and hands when handling it. So make sure you're very cautious about that. But otherwise, how to use it in your garden. So, I, again, he has that posted for you. You can go through and read more about it. Um, and it is sponsored by Zanfeld, Z-A-N-F-E-L, so you can check that out. But it, it, it's a great uh, it's a great story to read. But also this week with the Beagle, Joe Boggs, and all the folks at OSU Extension, um, you know, they, I, I post some unusual plants sometimes. Uh, and, of course, we've been posting, especially in the springtime, talking about wild parsnips because, you know, you get the, the uh, juice on your hands in the sun and it's the, what is it, the phytophotodermatitis, where it breaks out worse than, than poison ivy. Uh, so to, to know what that looks like. And, of course, the other one is poison hemlock, which is not native here, but was brought here from Europe as an ornamental plant, actually brought as an ornamental plant to be grown in the garden, but it's extremely toxic. Well, another one of those plants that is a native plant for our area, which is really a cool plant, 
um, but it can be toxic, so you have to be careful with it, is pokeweed or pokeberry. And, of course, you get down south, pokeweed, poke salad annie. You know, they collect the uh, smaller greens when they're just coming up. You can boil those two or three times. I think you, you rinse them, boil, rinse them, boil, and eat the greens. That was what the poke salad was all about. But if you look at this plant when it's growing, it's really cool. I mean, the, the, the branches that come up are a deep red. I mean, they are really red. <clears throat> and then the leaves are a really bright green. So you get this contrast between this uh, reddish-purple stem and, of course, the really bright leaves. White flower, very gorgeous, like uh, hanging down flowers. And then those flowers turn into berries, which turn they, they go from white to a dark, uh, almost black color. And, of course, the birds will eat and spread them around, and they come up all around your landscape. It is a perennial, but it reseeds like crazy. Um, but, again, was originally grown kind of as an ornamental and used for medicinal purposes and for using the poke, the small saplings, the, 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 uh, uh, the foliage when it first comes up, um, and boiling it, et cetera, et cetera. But the, the berries are very toxic. The rest of it's toxic, so you really don't want it in your garden. But as an ornamental plant, it has a lot of great value. And so this past week, someone from the OSU Extension featured their plant of the week was pokeweed. Uh, Joe didn't post it, but you can find it at bygl.osu.edu and learn more about pokeweed. But it's a really cool plant. And when you look at those berries up close, that cluster of berries, it looks like the stackable pumpkins. You know, they have the way they form and then they just sit on top of each other. That's exactly what those look like. And they're again like they're uh, they're white, and then a kind of a green, then a pink, then that dark purple. Um, it's really attractive. But that's pokeweed or pokeberry. Um, again, and uh, it's toxic, but a pretty cool plant if you look at it from all the different aspects that it has, just like poison ivy. But you can check it out at bygl.osu.edu and the poison ivy post is on our website at Ron Wilson. Online.com. Before we take a break, let's go to Dayton, Ohio, and talk with Dick. Dick, good morning. Good morning, Ron and uh, Danny. How are you? We're doing great. Are you liking the cooler weather? Yeah, I do. I do, but I have to wear my little sport coat. You know, my oh, little yeah. sport coat. But well, well, well. I just uh, I predicted about the Reds, didn't I? Yep. Boy, they clean house, didn't they? I just hope they have some good people coming. Well, now, you, you hope so. It's going to be a while, well, I think, yet. You know something, though? I'm surprised my cousin will be so happy. She, she, you know, from Cleveland. Right. You know, the gardener. They won their first she game. Happy. They did. Yeah. They did. So they're good. And I told, I told, uh, well, you know, I told uh, Steve Hawkins last week, Jerry Jeff was back today. I told him 30. To 27. I think the Bengals can pull this one off. If the defense and the offense hold up, you know? They're going to have to play at the top level, but I think if they do and stick with it to the end, which they have been, I think you're right. I think it'll be a, you know, it's going to be a tie game, but the Bengals are going to maybe pull it out by a point or two. That would be great, wouldn't it? I wanted to to tell you, too, you and Danny, I'm learning a couple new songs. I uh, I recorded the mandolin. You remember Kansas City right. by Wilbur Harrison? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was good. I blasted that. And then I did, uh, what other one? Uh, this was a Hank Williams Jr. And 
Oh, the crowd. It's just, I'm learning so much, Ron. You know, it's a lot of fun. Are you guys putting together some holiday uh, concerts? Yeah, we're going to we're gonna have actually two. Uh, the Strummers are going to have one, and we play up at, uh, it's funny, I've been playing more gigs with the Strummers, but the, the band, we're back to the old format now. We tried the Country Western. You know, that didn't go over, but we, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll probably go to a couple parties this year. Good, good. Well, if, if there's any public uh, events that you're going to be playing at, let us know in case any of your fans wants to come and see you. Okay. All well, right, have Dick. a good week. Good talking to you. Good talking to you. All Bye-bye. Right. Take care. Dick from Dayton, and uh, he'll keep us posted, and we can go watch Dick play uh, his mandolin and his banjo, whatever else he plays in that band. He plays the triangle, too, right? I think he plays that, too. So, yeah, Dan's shaking his head yes. All right, quick break. We come back. Uh, phone line's open for you at 800-823-8255. Coming up at the top of the hour, Rita Eichenfeld, are you herbally experienced? And then at the bottom of the hour, got Ron Rothis, our uh, master certified master arborist. Um, we in the past have had uh, a, a tree show in October where I was able to bring in three or four tree geeks, and we all sat around and talked about the uh, the benefits of trees and what, who, what was their favorite trees, et cetera, et cetera. And it's real tough to bring everybody together and the new studios and all and the security. It's different. Um, so I asked Ron, what if we just do a series back to back to back every Saturday talking about trees? And he said he's in. Of course, he's, he would naturally say he's in because he loves doing it. But he's in. So we're going to, for the next uh, three or four weeks, next Saturdays, uh, we're going to have a segment with Ron uh, talking about trees. So uh, that'll be coming up at the bottom of the next hour. We're going to talk. We'll always throw a little weather in there because we always call it the weather. It's the weather. But uh, we'll talk about in the trees with Ron Rothis. So it should be very, very interesting. Rita Heikenfeld, then the Ron Rothis, and in between, you and me talking yardening here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Landscaping made easier with your personal yard boy. He's in the garden, and he's Ron Wilson. Well, our friends at Awesome are working hard to make your cleaning jobs easier. Awesome works to remove gunk and goo caused by biofilm buildup in jetted bathtubs, spas, swimming pools, washing machines, garbage disposals, and shower drains. Black flakes, bad odors, and slow drains are history when the power of Awesome is unleashed. Awesome is non-corrosive, septic safe, and works fast. I've been using Awesome in my home with great results for years. Proudly made in the USA. Get it clean. Keep it clean. Get Awesome. A-H-H-S-O-M-E.com. DecorativeSealingTiles.net is a beautiful way to cover up existing damaged or boring ceilings or walls or to truly enhance the look of your home. They have everything from decorative ceiling tiles to wall panels to faux wood beams, faux stone and brick, and so much more. Not only do they pride themselves on their excellent products, but you'll also find they have excellent customer service, second to none. Plain to beautiful in just hours, that's DecorativeSealingTiles.net, and for a limited time, use code GARY for 10% off.
800-823-8255. Good morning. I am Ron Wilson, your personal yard boy. We're talking about yardening, moving our way right on through this month of October. It's going to fly on by. You know it will. And then, of course, uh, Halloween's going to be here. Ooh, lots of folks starting to make the big change this week, doing the Halloween decorating. I think, I think our neighborhood does more Halloween decorating than they do Christmas decorating. Uh, all the inflatables out there. I was there. in Walmart the other day and saw Christmas stuff up. Well, yeah, you got to have it up. You know what? In retail, they said you always had to have a display. If you sold Christmas merchandise, you always have to have the re- the uh, Christmas, some of it displayed so folks knew about it by the end of the first week of September. That's too early. But it, but it reminded you that they had Christmas, see? So you had to have some of it up. And then, of course, yeah, this just got quicker and quicker and earlier and earlier yeah. all the time. So, yeah, you're right. They're blowing out all the Halloween stuff, and now it's Christmas time. So then it'll be Easter and Valentine's and Easter, and we'll be doing sullies and doing all kinds of stuff. But anyway. Thanksgiving. Thanks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, don't forget about Thanksgiving. Um, but uh, anyway, talking about yardening, and um, now I forgot what I was talking about, Dan. Sorry about that. That's okay. No big, I got lots to talk about. But anyway, uh, moving through October. And we have a frost warning, uh, our first frost warning here today. Again, tomorrow, maybe even a free, little bit of freeze warning here and there. And I think sometimes, folks, when they first see these or you get that first frost, you really start to shut off the valve as far as gardening. And it means nothing besides the fact that it starts to take out some of those annuals, which encourages you to pull those out and throw them in the compost pile or whatever you're going to do with them to start to clean things up. It encourages you to finish up the uh, summer vegetable garden, harvesting those tomatoes and peppers because they do not like colder temperatures, and bringing those inside to ripen or to finish out the garden. Of course, there's a, in the herb garden, we're going to talk to Rita here at the top of the hour, Lots of things still looking good in the herb garden as far as the perennial herbs, so we can keep going there. But, you know, then we start looking at things that we have to dig up at the end of the season. Like we start looking at the dahlias and the caladiums and the bananas and things like that that you want to save. Well, guess what? It's too early to do that. Let them get frosted several times. It's not going to hurt them. It's not, we're not going to get into a freeze. It's going to take a long time to actually freeze the soil. So let Mother Nature throw a few frosts on these plants to start to brown them back for you, and then eventually you go in and dig those up. But a freeze warning one night where it's going to dip down to 32 or so and then back up the next morning, you know, something like that, our soil temperatures are way too warm for that to affect anything below ground. Now, above ground, absolutely. It'll start taking out all that tender foliage, and that's what we want it to do. So, again, for all of those plants when those uh, those summer bulbs – uh, cannas, caladiums, elephant ears, um, glads, dahlias, and the, and the non-hardy bananas, things like that. Let Mother Nature frost them two or three or four times, it could be. Uh, watch the soil temperatures. As long as they're staying up there in the 60s, 50s, 40s, you're still good to go. And then eventually get those taken out and, and cleaned up and, and, uh, and, uh, and cleaned off and dried and then put away for the season. But again, you got plenty of time to plant. When it comes to trees and shrubs and roses and perennials and grasses, still plenty of time to get out and do that. Going to plant a tree or two or three this fall? I hope so. I hope you do. At least plant one tree this fall and another tree next spring and just keep that process going all the time. But still plenty of time to do that. I mean, think about this. We still have October. We still have November easily. And 
usually December, the weather's still not bad. We get into December, we still have three solid months to get out there and garden uh, and do some planting and do some bed changes and, you know, fluff up the mulch and feed the lawn and all this kind of stuff. We still got plenty of time to do it. The one thing I will, and Joe and I were talking about it earlier, don't forget as we start to see the temperatures consistently cool down and starting to freeze a little bit more at nighttime, make sure you take that garden hose off of the outdoor spigot so it's not attached. Have it laying there, but not attached so you don't get that that the spigot to a freeze, uh, which I have done. I confess, I probably had it. I probably had it happen twice to me. And I talk with Gary Sullivan, our home improvement guy, about it every Saturday when we get into that time of the year, and still we'll forget to take it off. But that garden hose and your garden spade are probably the last two tools. Maybe the maybe the rake, the last two or three tools that you'll put away at the end of the season, because watering. Because one, the spade's out because you can continue to plant. It rakes out in case you aren't, if you've stopped mowing the lawn and you need to collect up the leaves that are falling at the very end to put them in the compost pile or till them into the garden. Do not put leaves in a bag out on the curb for somebody to take away. Use all the leaves that fall in your yard in your yard. We'll talk more about that too as the leaves start to fall, but plan on using them all in your yard. In the turf, first of all, and then we'll we'll tell you all the other places you can use them as well. But again, you know, uh, um, um, the rake, the spade, and of course the garden hose. And why the garden hose? Why would that be the last thing that we're going to put away? Because if Mother Nature doesn't give us that inch of rainfall every seven to ten days, even in the fall, even though plants are shutting down, we still have to water. It's probably one of them now. One of the most important times of the year for watering because we don't want our plants going into late fall and not into the wintertime under stress. And guess what? Evergreens are the priority. That's at the top of the list. Newly planted trees and shrubs right there as well. The turf, it's amazing what lawns, what you can lose in your lawn over the winter if the turf goes into the winter under a drought stress. Doesn't have to be wet. Just good solid moisture in both the turf and the and the soil below it. So keeping up with your watering to the very end of the season can be very very important. So that's why I always say because you know if you have an irrigation system, chances are they're blowing that out right now. They don't want to take a chance. They've got a bunch to blow out and winterize. They're going to get it taken care of early. Now what do you do? Because you can't turn on your irrigation system. You got to drag out the hose and the sprinklers. So keep the hose out there available to water as needed right to the end of the season, all right? And keep that spade out there because you want to keep planting right to the end of the season. we got still spring flowering bulbs. we got lots of stuff to plant. Uh, and the garden raked right at the very end in case you need to rake up any debris, fluff up the mulch, uh, you know, doing that type of thing. Those are probably, the, that's why I say probably the last three tools that you'll put away at the end of the season. Lawnmower would be there as well. Don't forget to get that scheduled to have it serviced. Have those lawnmower blades sharpened. Which, by the way, as we're now getting into the good solid fall season, and we are going to start to see these leaves fall here shortly. Remember, we're going to be mowing those back into the turf. If you aren't mowing them back into the turf, you should still be chopping them up, collecting them, and then use them in the compost or as mulch or in the vegetable garden or in those raised beds and tilling it back in. Great, great soil amendment. Great way to add organic matter back to your to your soil. Are those finely ground uh, leaves from the trees? And, of course, you mix that in with the blade, blades from your grass. It's outstanding. 
But the first thing you want to do is waste them in the turf. Very, very important, and then we'll use them elsewhere. But, uh, again, if you can get those blades sharpened on the mower one last time as we go through October and into early November still mowing and chopping out those leaves would really be a good thing because those leaves can be pretty tough on a dull blade, <clears throat> which makes it even tougher on your lawnmower. All right, quick break. We come back. Rita Heikenfeld talking about herbs and a lot of other things. At the bottom of the hour, Ron Roth is talking about trees and the weather. I guarantee you he's going to talk about uh, being dry in our area and a whole lot more here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Ron can help at 1-800-823-TALK. This is In the Garden with Ron Wilson. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.